Welcome to the GNA Podcast. I don't know what I was doing there. We're just going to call it booze. Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and we talk about some stuff. Normally, it has nothing to do with anything that you want to listen to, but we're still going to do it anyways because, well, you turned us on and you're too lazy to hit that little button that says stop. <laughs> Joining us tonight, we're uh, we're actually got a pretty full house tonight. I'm actually pretty amazed. We got uh, we got Article joining us tonight. Article, how you feeling, man? Rock on. We got Damoc here too. What's going on, guy? Ah, uh, still alive, I think. Always better be seen than viewed. And we got D from Microbrew Gamers. How you doing, man? Well, as you would say, turned on. <laughs> That's what like okay. 80% of the population of the world would say, but okay. No, no, happy and drunk, actually. Oh, 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 that type of turned on. So you're full masked. Nice. We got potassium hydroxide. He came back for more punishment. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. And we're being joined tonight by a very special guest, somebody we abducted. <laughs> we got Bama Shocks over here. How you doing, guy? Outstanding. Awesome. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. We know we want to get into the first part and the best part. What is everybody drinking? So, or partaking in. I forgot we got that. Let's go right down that line. Let's reverse that order. Bama Shocks, what are you partaking in this evening? From the U- from America's oldest brewery, Yingling Black and Tan. Nice. What the hell is the black and the black and tan on a Yingling? Uh, uh, it's it's uh, leans a little towards being a porter as opposed to a straight lager. All right. I'm just used to a black and tan being like, you know, Harp <clears throat> Guinness or something like that. All right. What about you, uh, potassium hydroxide? Are you partaking in anything this evening? Nothing in particular. It's just going to be water this evening for myself. Good call. We we need that uh we need that center that guy right there. Yeah. What about you, D? What are you drinking? Well, I liked it so much last time I went back to the shipyard brewing company's melon wheat ale. Oh yeah, you did dig that, didn't you? And this How time I bought a shit ton of them and I've been pounding them down. <laughs> uh oh, it's boy. actually really good. It's really smooth. It's uh four point four percent alcohol. And uh on that attack, it's almost like like mildly, very mildly sweet, like a wheat ale would be, but it's almost like you're drinking, like say, not like, not ripe watermelon, but you know when when watermelon's not quite ripe, it's almost like drinking the watermelon uh, juice when it's not quite ripe. It's really good, Just like a little bit tart. Almost. So yeah. you're talking about prepubescent <laughs> watermelon juice? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. You're going to jail for that hole you drilled in, and and, and you know, yeah. Oh, Christ. Damoc, what are you drinking, man? Uh, I drank all my Golden Monkey, and all I have is Elysian Space Dust. Well, I mean, and you're talking like that, that's a bad thing? Well, I wanted more Golden Monkey, but I drank it all before we started. <laughs> Damn. What about you, Article? What are you partaking in, man? Uh, some stuff called Amnesia OG. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda... A sativa, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's kind of kicking my ass right now, though. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. So, you know, I'll be in and out. 
And uh, I myself am drinking, I'm actually drinking a new beer. I, I'm, I've been so kicking on the IPAs lately that uh, my wife decided to throw me a curveball and she actually went and picked up beer. I am drinking a Longboard Island Longer. It's from uh, Kona Brewing. Where the hell is this place? Kona Brewing is somewhere, somewhere in in the world. I drank so much I can't read the label. <laughs> I'm almost hoping it's like Hawaii, like the coffee they make. That was my thought. Oh yeah, Kona Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right there. Yeah, geez, if oh, it was any bigger, it would have like freaking bit me. Um, so this guy's four point six percent by volume, and <laughs> it's a lager versus an IPA. Now the first thing that's like super weird, the aroma is super sweet, but it's got that very distinct lager aroma. So that first thing, if you crack that bottle, you get that. It's almost it's almost fruity sweet. That's kind of how weird it is. The attack on it is all lager, like one hundred percent lager. The hints on the end of it, though, as you breathe out, there are distinct not 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 floral, not fruity. But there's a distinct sweetness there. Um, to be honest, it almost tastes artificial. Like that's that's like the sweetness that I'm getting out of it. Um, I'm not really sure where to where to put it. But it's really really nice. Low ABV, so you can literally drink this all day long, and you don't have to worry about getting too shit faced. Goes down smooth, and honestly, this would be a really really great burger and beer. Or uh, or like skewers, like uh, like uh, hibachi style skewers, go great with this. All right, what do you got? We got shacks. I went to conerbrewing.com slash our beers, and I found that the Longboard Island Lager is a crisp, pale gold lager made with choice malts and aromatic hops, brewed in a traditional lager style. So it's pretty much what you said, only in salesman words. Yeah, yeah, and, and it doesn't like like it's got a it's got a sweet smell and a sweet flavor, but it doesn't have like a sweet, like you know how you know how like certain things you taste and you're like oh that sweetness comes from a mango or oh that sweetness comes from my anus or you know oh that sweetness comes from a watermelon. This is like there's a sweetness there, but it's not like a sweetness that's discernible. Is is like it, it just it's a sweetness that makes any sense. Gotcha. And uh, we've got Moonfat joining us in our live studio audience again. He is actually drinking an 8-point IPA, which is a very yummy IPA if you have not had it. Alrighty, next segment. State of Games. State of Games is where we pontificate on how we feel games are today, or we just talk about what we've been playing for the last week. So, uh, let's just mash this whole thing up. Potassium Hydroxide, what's your State of Games, man? I'm currently playing some uh, Black Desert Online. Actually, right now I'm partaking in a Node War, so it's Guild PvP at the moment. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're really digging that uh, that Black Desert Online. Can't get enough of it. Spent too much money on it. Can't give it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try to uh, I try to stay far away from spending money at the moment, but I can appreciate it, especially if it's a good game. Mm-hmm. What about you, Damoc? What's your state of games, guy? Uh. Heavily modded RimWorld. I just can't get enough of it. That's, well, I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with heavily modded RimWorld. As long as it's not, like, heavily modded boobies hanging out all over the place. Well, no, I guess that's okay, too. No, I gave them all crazy power armor, and it's it's getting bad. Don't put things on merciless mode. Alrighty. What about you, uh, Shox? What's your state of games there, man? 
Well, I finally picked up a PS4 last week, so I've been diving deep into Insomniac Spider-Man. And as far as traversal goes, that's going to be the smoothest, absolutely smoothest traversal I've seen in a game. Oh, yeah. So much fun to travel around in that game, man. And it's well done, which is, I mean, it, it was just, it's a knockout of the park. That's really the one game that makes me want a PS4. Oh, that was the, that was the catalyst behind buying the PS4 to begin with. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I really want to play that. Yeah, there's actually, there's actually several games on the PS4 that, uh, that are really, really fun. Um, if you're a horror fan, uh, Until Dawn is a really great interactive, uh, story game with, uh, horror based. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is also really good. There's there's a lot of fun ones out there. Well, welcome to the Sony world. Don't stay long, though. Don't no, stay I'm long. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> stay as long as you want, man. <laughs> what about you, D? Uh, wait, did we get your state of games, D? Not yet. Yeah, go ahead. What's your state of games, guy? Well, um, they just released on the uh, online, the digital store for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the Mana series. So you got the original Secret of Mana, you got the um, Final Fantasy Adventure, which was actually a Mana game, and then the third one that we that was on the S- Super Famicom that we never got outside of Japan. So I've been playing through and playing that because, well, it's it's Secret of Mana. And I've also been playing East 8 as usual um, on the Switch as well. And pretty soon, I'm, I'm kind of debating if I want to do a video of me getting tormented. I actually just picked up uh, PlayStation VR and Resident Evil for it. Have not played it yet, but I, I'm I'm wanting to try it. I might stream that. Mm, yeah, Re- uh, that you're talking about Resident Evil Zero or whatever, not Resident Evil Zero Seven. The, the that one sounds where right. The family in the house, right? Yeah, yeah, that one. I think it's Seven, isn't it Seven? It's like Biohazard. Sure. It's called. Yeah, it's just Resident Evil. It says on it. Biohazard. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good fun one. I will never play that in VR. Yeah. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try that soon. So that's that's gonna be my state of games pretty shortly. I may be uh, I may be streaming a uh, a pair of pants filled with poop. <laughs> I was gonna say the only thing streaming would be the poop out of me. That's what would be streaming. Jesus Christ! I just wish they had smell a vision for the audience. Be like, yep, yep, he did, <laughs> he he did that. What about you, Article? What's your state of games there, man? Um, pretty much the same. It's been digging into some uh, Apex Legends every now and again. And then, uh, briefly mentioned before, uh, checked out some of the some of the things from E3. Very limited in my coverage. Uh, but yeah, well, it's a good guy. thing you're here tonight because that's what we're going to talk about. Two. And I myself, I have actually been playing uh, a lot more this week than I have usually. Uh, no, no help to accounting, I'll tell you. I jumped on and I played a little bit of Sea of Thieves. I just, I, man, I, that's that's like my guilty pleasure. I love that Gee. game, even though like I I play it, and I'm like, God, I should hate myself for liking this, but man, I love that freaking game. It just it's it's entertaining, and that I think that's why I love it. It's just it's just downright entertaining, especially the the additions that they've done with the anniversary update. They've really knocked it out of the park. I think they're really making the mechanics a lot more uh, a lot more entertaining, and the arena that they have. It's just it's really cool. It's really fun. It's it's come a long way. I've also played a bunch of Destiny 2. I've actually been trying to get my light level back up there, uh, especially after the announcement that they're going to be doing cross-saves. I'm excited for that, so I figure uh, I might as well actually get back into playing it so that when I can do cross-saves, either PC or Xbox, whichever one I can cross-save to, I can then start playing it on that with the people I know there, which would be very fun. Uh, I played a little bit of Rocksmith. Still can't get enough of that game, uh, even though my 
I think I'm starting to get carpal tunnel syndrome from playing. What else? Well, there's something else. What the hell was I playing? Oh, I was playing some rock band. I had some people over, and we were uh, we were playing rock band over that over the last weekend, which was super fun. Actually, Moonfat was there, and so was God. God wasn't playing though, but Moonfat was. Holy crap! I thought Moonfat and God was the same person. Have you ever seen them in the same room together? No, I'm also remote, so uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he has seen God in a room. He hasn't seen Moonfat in that room, so that still yeah. stands. I saw Jesus in a tortilla once. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad if you ate the tortilla <clears throat> alrighty well we, we got a ton to actually try to cover because we're going to we're gonna blitzkrieg this uh, this whole thing uh, on what came from E3 and, and by blitzkrieg I'm, I'm just going to start rattling off some stuff here and we'll just randomly stop and start talking about shit like we normally do um, but the E3 game coverage so where, where do we, where do we want to start? We want to start with like Microsoft, Sony, Square. Who 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 we want to start with? Who's, who's got something Final Fantasy Seven? Because I have some stuff to say to that you probably would be surprised about. Well, let's let's actually talk about Square then in general. So Square had a bunch of stuff that they talked about. Did anybody catch any of uh, any of Square's release? No, I didn't see any of it. Yeah, unfortunately, I did. I didn't. I glossed over the Square conference, so I didn't see anything particularly. All right, so what's what's one of the games that I always complain about that it was never going to get a remake or remaster because everybody hated it except for me? Final Fantasy VIII. Tactics? Final Fantasy VIII. Oh. Final Fantasy VIII. And Final Fantasy VIII is getting a remastered. Which I'm actually happy about. I actually want to try playing it again. Dude, I'm super stoked. I, there were so many mechanics in that game that I really enjoyed that they just ended up nixing completely. My only beef with that game was I just felt like with the extra stuff and the side quests it was a little drier compared to like Final Fantasy 7 or some of the other games. That's about it. Yeah, I, mean, I could agree with that, but there was, but there was it, a but lot of, a, there's a lot of side shit that you did in Final Fantasy 7 too. Yeah, but I mean, it it did have a really good storyline and, and quite the love story in there too, intertwined. Yeah, which is which is weird because when you play Final Fantasy you think of these like huge grandiose things and and like any love interest is kind of like on the back burner like you know what's going on but it's it's really really subdued but that whole Final Fantasy 8 was completely a love story or at the end of a sword or at the end of a sword spoilers <laughs> if you haven't played it in like 20 years <laughs> too late <laughs> yeah i was going to say if you haven't played that then then guess what you deserve to get that spoiled <laughs> Um, so what were some of the games that, uh, that they announced? Um, Those of course, the- Final Fantasy VII Remake, we'll, we'll circle back on that. Uh, yeah, 7 and they- 8 is the only stuff I caught. I really kind of just glazed over whatever else it was. So Square. 14 they're bringing out with a new expansion. That is true. They are. So Which is the you- online one. So I, yeah. I only play it like occasionally, so I haven't gotten all the expansions. Uh, they've got Dragon Quest Builders 2. Romancing the Saga 3. Oh, yeah. Now I'm being retarded. Yes. Dragon Quest Builders is a fun game. And they're also doing the uh, the remake of Dragon Quest 11 for the Switch. But what's really cool, what I'm excited about that, yes, it's already been out on the other systems. But for specifically for the Switch version, they're adding in like the old 8, 16, or 16-bit mode so you can actually turn the graphics to the old style. They do that for the... Halo 2 remastered. Yeah, but it, it, it's the brand new graphics versus literally 16-bit, which is pretty nice. You should see the difference in the Halo 2 remaster. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. I've seen it. 
Uh, they also have The Last Remnant Remastered coming out for Nintendo Switch and Trials of Mana, the collection of Mana, which I am interested in that. I, I'm, which, I haven't played those Mana games in a long time, and I want to revisit them. Secret of Evermore is my favorite. Fucking A. Yes. But that's not actually a Secret of Mana game, unfortunately. Um, but the Trials of Mana specifically, that was actually the third one. So they have the collection that came out, which was what I was talking about for my state of games. The Trials of Mana was a third one that they never released in the States. So the collection has the third one as is. The Trials of Mana that they're going to release soon is going to be literally an HD remaster or remake. So I just wanted to kind of clear that up because there's a lot of that stuff going around. It was just kind of confusing at first. No, good, good clearing. So what did you want to talk about for Final Fantasy VII since, uh, since that's what brought us here? Okay, for me is I'm both excited and apprehensive, and I'm kind of concerned. So Final Fantasy VII, of course, you know I've been waiting for this remake for frickin' ever, and I've always been like, God damn it, Square, get it, finish it, you keep promising it. Well, you know how they're doing it episodic, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, that's okay if, if, if there's enough content. But, I mean, it was a big game, but most of the size of it is going to be really the graphics update. So they're like, we got the first one that's coming out later this year, and it's coming out and looks great. You know, you've got, you know, you've got your, your regular version, you know, the, the $60 version of the game. You've got your, you know, 80, you know, $79, $89, like, say, special edition, and then you got the one with the statue that's like 320 bucks or 330 bucks for the super special edition and cl- includes a motorcycle and cloud. But the thing is, is what I didn't hear them say, it's going to take up two Blu-rays, which with the increased graphics, yep. I'm not sure as... My question is, is how many episodes? Because, say, if you bought... And I know they're putting a lot of effort, and I know they want to get their money back, yes. But my worry is that this game costs, if you just get the plain generic, just a plain old game, you're putting down $60 for the first episode. How many episodes are there? Even if there's only two, you're spending $120 for a game remake. And if there's any more episodes, you're spending $60 a pop, which can go up from there. And if people are looking at it like, whoa, 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 we're overspending, and then the sales drop, Square's not going to continue. They might just drop the development of the rest of the episodes, and we might never get the entire Final Fantasy VII experience. So I'm really worried about that, that they may have overpriced the remakes if they're doing an episode, and each one is $60 a pop. I was concerned about that. Or are they doing episodes, where are they doing like a season pass where you're paying $60 and you're getting the pass for all the episodes? No, you're, it's $60 for the first one. That's crazy. Or $80 for the special edition of the first one. Or $330 for the special edition of the first one with the, with the uh, cool motor, you know, the, um, uh, the really nice, you know, the, the whatever figure arts, whatever it is, uh, with, with uh, Cloud and the motorcycle. Uh, that just seems fishy about that. There's got to be some more to that. But, but the thing is, 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 I can see if they really, like, say, fleshed it out some more. Not just the graphics, but they added more content. And if it's like a really long... I know they filled up two Blu-ray discs, but I think most of it's going to be the fact that they went to the HD graphics and all that stuff. My concern is I didn't see anything about $60 plus a season pass. or I just saw $60 for the first game, and that was it. Everybody's so ex- excited about getting Final Fantasy VII that they're missing it. It's like I, I looked at what online because I was thinking about maybe I should reserve it, which I'm not right now because of my possible moving situation so I won't be able to like receive it you know when it when it comes out so I didn't reserve it but I'm looking around and I'm like 
everybody's so excited, but it's like, I have some questions. No, I hear you. And you know what? Um, I'm not finding anything where it says the first episode is $60. I'm just seeing where it says it'll cost $60. Yeah, that's what I'm saying on Amazon. So if you've got a if you got a link, man, share that link off, and we'll uh, we'll we'll dig in and investigate that some more. Yeah, because I mean, they said it was going to be even during the uh, I think during the the presentation they said it was going to be episodic. There's going to be more pieces to it. Yeah, but episodic doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to charge you for each episode because they do a lot of things episodic. And like, I bought the Telltale games, and I just bought I, I paid like thirty five bucks, and I got all of season one when it was first coming out for uh, for what was it, The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. I got. I paid one price for that. Got all the episodes, or I could just True. buy the one. True, but the thing is, I couldn't dig up enough information. So when they said it's, you know, this is the first episode. I mean, I'm, I didn't see anything that's saying, "Oh, we're going to include the rest." It just has that the price tag. You can reserve the first one now, but it didn't list anything like say, "Oh, including the season pass or the DLC." That's what concerns me is that there's not enough information. I can't find anything that says, "Oh, yeah, but we're going to include the rest." So are they? That's my question. That that's I just want to know more because I'm kind of nervous because I'm like, what are you doing, Square? I don't know yet. I can assume, but I don't see anything in hard writing. I know it's episodic. I know the first one cost sixty bucks, and I saw what it, it, what's included. It never said DLC and it never said a season pass. So I'm like, what gives? Yeah, but it also didn't say that it was charging per episode. It just said that it's going to be episodic, and they're charging sixty bucks. Now, yes, I, I definitely agree. You can jump to the conclusion that they're going to charge sixty bucks per episode, but that's that's a really big jump compared to how the rest of the market has gone with episodic releases. True. That's just why I'm 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 nervous because what yeah because everybody's wanted Final Fantasy VII for so long and Score kept kind of like you know promising and saying oh well you have to hit this sales goal for this or that did they get too greedy I'm just worried that Square did something stupid. I'd imagine we could take a, a look at Final Fantasy 15 and how they handled their expansions for that and, and kind of get an idea of what the company would do for additional expansions from there. Yeah, but they're not really expansions. This is a remake and they're, you know, they're re-releasing the entire game. Granted, with more content in it, but it's not like they're, it's not like they're revamping and saying, oh, we're getting all this new major content and we're giving it to you. This is, this is a rehash, really. You're, you're, you're paying 60 bucks and they're saying, hey, here's the game. Here's the first episode, right? Yeah. On the disc. Here's the first episode. Here's the first chunk. This first episode takes two Blu-ray discs. Cool. 60 bucks. They don't see anything about how many episodes, what the cost is. Is it going to include any type of deal? They don't mention anything. It's just like, here's episode one. It takes two Blu-ray discs. And it's sixty bucks. There's not there's there's not enough information. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I agree that there's not enough information. I don't know that I would immediately go negative there. Square has been pretty fair, and I think they I think they deserve the benefit of the doubt on this one. That they're, I mean, Square, even with their online game, they haven't really True. been like jabbing you and really like like hardcore milking us like other online games have. Yeah, but I just wanted to kind of be just offer a different perspective, like kind of the, almost the naysayer because there's that lack. Oh, no, I totally agree. Hey, no, that's that's a good point to bring up, and that's actually a, that's actually a valid perspective. All right, well, we got we got so that's, much more. That's, that's my, yeah, that's just, that's my two cents on that, so let's get on with the rest. My bad. Well, let's, uh, let's actually look at some of the things that are coming out for, uh, for Nintendo. Um, now, the first and foremost thing, Breath of the Wild 2. Now, Shadow Warrior. Oh, my Warrior, God. 
I know that he'd be like, when is it coming out? Um, <laughs> you you uh, know, I, I almost had to check myself into the hospital. You know that whole, uh, you know, it shouldn't last more than four hours type deal? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. so much blood went to my penis, I passed out. Oh, my like, God. Boop, it's, right like, ground. it's like, stop. I can only get so erect. <laughs> yeah, mine filled up like a friggin' balloon, dude. It was fucking crazy. Totally excited for that. What else? Uh, what else they got coming out here? A new Animal Crossing map. Ooh, Pokemon uh, Sword and Sword and Shield. Shield, yeah. That actually looks really interesting, and I'm um, I'm actually kind of excited because it kind of looked. I don't know. To me, it looked like it was it was kind of chasing back to some of the old mechanics without. It, it does without it, like, like stepping on all the new mechanics. Yeah, because the new mechanics were kind of like not like say a traditional like say handheld Pokemon like we think Th- that uh, um. Let's go, Eevee. Let's go, Pikachu. Was kind of like this hybrid of, like, say, with the the Pokemon Go and kind of the home console thing. This looks like a return to the original, but the graphics look very. It looks well done to blend yeah. old and new. You know, you got the original mechanics. You got it's more of a traditional Pokemon game, but with some really cool updates and everything else. Yeah, it, it does. It looks. I'm I'm actually pretty excited about it. I don't sound it, but that's just because you know, drunk. <laughs> Same here. I started early. Now, this is one I didn't catch, uh, and, and I don't know why I didn't catch it, but The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening? They're, they oh, they, yeah. they mentioned that before. Before did, E3? What, I know, but what, what did they release during E3 on this? Because I totally the missed that. The actual footage gameplay, of, yeah. the, of the gameplay. And, um, you know, like, I think more information on, like, say, release date, stuff like that. Well, did anybody see, like, was it good gameplay? Did it look good? Yeah, like, it's carbon copy of the original. It is. It is a carbon copy of the original, but very cartoonish graphics. Yeah, obviously revamp. Yeah, revamp, but word. looks looks more cartoonish. Um, like Link looks rounder, almost, almost like Link meets. Remember the old, like, Wind say, um, the old. No, not it's not like the cell shaded Wind Waker. It's almost like remember all the roundish characters and heads of the old um, Rudolph and Santa movies. <laughs> almost like yeah. stop go claymation. That's what it almost looks like. It's pretty colorful, but it could work. Yeah, we'll have to we'll definitely have to see. I mean, it, oh. it's 3D. It's it's like 3D and it's like updated, but not the crappy like you know when they take like when they took like say Final Fantasy three, not six. Oh god! But they came out on the DS. Yeah. Final Fantasy three and the graphics that 3D kind of sucked. And they did the it's same thing with Final Fantasy four. Not like that. I it, it was pretty bad. So it's not like that, at least. You'll have to look it up. It's hard to explain, but it looks nice, but a little on the cartoonish side. Very cool. Well, there's some other games coming out. Um, I mean, I don't. I, I think if you're if you're listening to this, you'll you'll hopefully hopefully be checking out some websites, checking them out. Um, games they're releasing, you know, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. They're bring. Uh, they're coming out with a new Super Mario Maker. They're getting Resident Evil five and six over there, which is cool. I'm glad. I don't think I really need to hit on that too much. What about yeah. that Avengers game? Yeah. Uh, that's not for Switch, though, is it? Oh, I don't... Were we just talking about Switch? Yeah, yeah. We're just going down Nintendo's bark there. Um, let me see. Where was... Uh, was that released during... Was that um, Microsoft's? When did they release that? What, I think, what well, I think it's for all like major platforms. I know, but when did they announce it, though? They announced it during somebody's. Looks like uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out for the Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's kick down here. So, I know we got some Microsoft fans in here. Anybody see the Halo Infinite info? 
It did. Yeah. It looks intriguing. It, it could be done very well. I'm actually looking forward to that. All right. Well, I just heard articles say did, and I actually got depressed when you said that. So <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of let down, man. I was disappointed in that reveal. For one, there's no gameplay footage. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to hide. Uh, there's no, absolutely no even, like, hint at a remotely, like, cogent story. It just, it's like waking up with amnesia, essentially. It's like the, the most cliche kind of, like, reveal trailer you can have for a first-person shooter. Oh, I found him floating in space. Oh, he's alive. Oh, there's people to fight. So basically what you're saying is it's like waking up Saturday morning after a GNA podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also very early in development, isn't it, too? It shouldn't be. <laughs> it's um, been like years since 25th or like two since, or three uh, years. five was released. Yeah. True. And well, that, here's the other thing. Like everybody's acting really excited because they're taking it a different route than, you know, four and five tried to take it. But we don't know that. We have no idea what the storyline is right now. They could it could be just a continuation of that broke ass fucking storyline from four and five. Or they could decide to like, you know, go a different way, but then it's like, what, we're just pretending four and five didn't happen then? Like, I don't know. It's just it, everything is going against this game. And so because of that, I would love to see it be the underdog and overcome. But I don't really have faith in 343's writing team's ability to deliver a good story. So, Fair enough. Yeah, well, they did also, sorry, I was going to say, they also did some major updates to the X, X got, yeah, Xbox Game Pass, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, they did do that. They did made an ultimate pass where uh, you can buy Xbox, Xbox Live, and instead of being gold, it's the ultimate pass, which includes Game Pass. Which yeah, the, oh, cool. the, that you know you just go on and for fifteen bucks a month, which isn't bad because normally like to get those services separate would be over thirty. So it's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty good deal. They did announce though; they did show up. You know, Gears Five is coming, which I'm excited for. Ooh. Not really, but kind of. I didn't like four at all. I think the biggest thing from the Microsoft uh, conference is the fact that you'll be. Tying in the Xbox is a more of a platform, not just their consoles, so that yeah. Windows 10 PCs will be able yeah. to play the majority, or if not all, the titles that are available on Xbox yeah. now. Like that, soon, of course, they hook your Xbox up to your PC, mm-hmm. and the new and uh, Scarlet is going to be uh, running. Yeah. Well, you got yeah. shocks. That's a pretty yeah. powerful system. You know, on the Game Pass so. Ultimate, not only do you get live gold, you get the Game Pass on the Xbox, you get the Game Pass on the PC. If you followed the link that was dropped in Reddit last week, whatever time you had on your Xbox Live Gold and your Game Pass, up to 36 months was converted to Ultimate for a dollar. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that, that was pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, I saw there's a lot of people that jumped on that. Yeah, I spent $101, got... And I added two years to my account, ended up with five free months on top of that. So for $101, I'm covered for till Halloween 2021. So it's a lot of games. Oh, yeah. Also, there's a new game that really looks uh, cool, being developed by From Software for Microsoft. Elden Ring. George Railroad Martin. Yeah, George R. R. Martin, yes. And of course... 
uh, I'm probably butchering the uh, name, but Hidetaka Miyazaki, who, of course, that's behind Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the individuals behind Dark Souls. So you got one of the inf uh, inf influential creators of Dark Souls, and you got George R. R. Martin. Oh, God. Together to make a game. So this should be both awesome and tragic. How many, how many times is your character going to get beheaded? You know? Yeah, what You're I was going to start say. the game well, off. Depends. That way. Are, are you playing as Sean Bean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't live. That'd be funny if, like, the first campaign you go on in that game, Sean Bean is the like the head of it, and then just instantly to see him get fucking destroyed. <laughs> oh Christ! Well, there's some other games coming out that Microsoft was uh, had announced. Um, New Gears Five, of course. If you're a Gears fan, that's coming right down the pipe. I am a Gears fan. It's just that the games are like they were great when they came out, but nothing has changed gameplay wise. The reviving Battletoads. They are reviving Battletoads. I'm gonna check that, that out. out. <laughs> uh, they're also bringing out a Wasteland Three, which I I don't know if you guys ever played Wasteland. Did you guys play Wasteland? No, no, I have not. No, I didn't. So Wasteland was pretty much the spiritual uh, pre you know prequel to all the Fallout. That's where Fallout really got a lot of their. Uh, a lot of their inspiration from, I guess to say. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you told me about that before. Yeah, yeah, fun games. They they remade a Wasteland for a while back. I forget where what it was called, but they had Wasteland and Wasteland 2 that came out. I had them on PS4. I think I have them on PS4 somewhere. But that's interesting. That's coming out. Um, the Borderland new Forms of Horizon 4 LEGO Speed Champions expansion. Have you guys seen that? Yes, did, that yes. looks cool. Yeah. Dude, that looks so... Uh, yeah, it looks, it looks cute, but it looks fun. You know, yeah. you can't go wrong with Lego. What Dude, Lego kinda, game that I has come wanna, out has been bad? Well, I kind of want to get the, uh, the that Lego Marvels game for that reason, because I I don't really trust them to make a good like Marvel game, and so I'm kind of on the fence about that Avengers game. I want it to be great. Well, you know, I'm not so sure. The Marvel one was pretty good. I watched my roommate; he had it and he played it for a while. I mean, it's Lego Marvel, watching characters explode and their arms falling all over the place, and whatnot, but. I, I haven't heard of a Iron single Man. bad Lego game. I just want to be Iron Man and like use my <laughs> beams to shoot shit. It was kind of like um, you you played the hero that fit the kind of like the oh, puzzle or strategy at the, at the time. At least yeah. that was the one that he was playing a few years back. So I don't know if there's you know how the new one's going to uh, be. Yeah, that's unfortunate. If you want to be Iron Man and uh, and shoot shit, you should check out the I think it was PSVR. Of Iron Man VR, I think it was PSVR. It might have been Vive. No, you were right. Yeah, it, it that looks stupid friggin' fun. God damn it! Why does PlayStation get all the cool shit? Because <laughs> they're uh, cool. Microsoft's just holding back. They're gonna come out and they're just gonna be like, huzzah, and give us something great. Mm, you watch. Microsoft no, no, has a gut punch. <laughs> Daymok, you're alive. I thought you were dead. Ah, oh, dude, like. It's over eight and a half hours of driving and a funeral, and now I'm drinking. I'm tired as fuck, but uh, Microsoft has a huge gut punch. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah, I mean, dude. Ori, Ori and the Black don't, you, don't you bring up such sad stuff right now. <laughs> no, I mean, it's published by Xbox Game Studios. They announced it for the Microsoft stuff, so technically still counts. We're still talking about Microsoft, right? Yeah, I was just yeah. teasing about the sad stuff because that what the first one was such a phenomenal game, but sad. Really that game sad. made me cry, and I it hate it for it. Right? Doesn't end sad, does it? 
I don't know. I never made it to the end because it was too fucking sad at the beginning. <laughs> really? It I, I've made it to the end. Sad. No, it ends well. I've made it to the end. Damn, I, I got to play like that. <laughs> I was wondering if there was like an after scenes credit I didn't see or some shit. What about the uh, the games that are multi-system? Should we leave those for now? No, no, we're we're gonna kick into those in a minute. I was just I was just hitting Nintendo, Microsoft, and then I was gonna well, because I, I mean, what else so, like, there are a couple seriously, seriously, like are... what what are the what were like Ori and what what else Halo that was it for like the the premium titles, the exclusive. Well, they had uh, Blair Witch. They also discussed that looks yeah cool. So I, I like I, this is okay again guilty pleasure here. I really dug the Blair Witch series. I, so did I. Well, I liked the Blair the first movie. I loved that. I actually liked the second movie not as much the first. So I I dug the first and the second, but I liked them for two different reasons. I liked the first one because of all the stupid silly hype that they did and that friggin' documentary they did on the Sci-Fi Channel for it. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys see that the Curse of the Blair Witch? No. Yeah. Oh my god. Like it was literally they must have paid these people so much money or they literally went out to a Hoboken town and said, "We're going to find these people and we're just going to have them talk." And they just said, "Hey, yeah, yeah. You know that 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 legend you have about this? Yeah, just just replace it with the Blair Witch and and just talk about it." Cuz they mm. really did like stupid well. It was brilliant. It was brilliant marketing. Brilliant. They they cost them like Something like ten thousand dollars to put that movie together, and they made, yeah, it was something they stupid made, low as a college project. Their their profit margins are probably like there are other movies that have sold better for sure, but the profit margins probably those are the highest. Oh yeah, ridiculous. Well, did you guys ever play the Blair Witch games that they had for PC back in that same time? No, I never did. That's why I'm kind of excited to see it co- popping up now. So I'm I'm actually really excited because I want to see which way they go with it. Because the most recent Blair Witch movie, they actually explain everything that happened in the Blair Witch one and two. But they, and and they explain Ugh. like they they still ask a whole bunch of questions, but they answer a whole bunch of questions too. But the, when they whenever they do that, they ruin shit. That's like the point of being of that movie is that you had no fucking idea what was going well, on, and your well, imagination was the fear. But that's the thing, though. So, so they explain a bunch of things and tell you kind of why, like certain things were happening. But they don't. They, oh God, they they don't they tell, tell enough to ruin it. Yeah, yeah. They 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 kind of tell you why, but they don't tell you really why. Like you still have no clue how all of this shit happens. I mean, shit. It could it could be aliens and UFOs for all you fucking know. See, I actually went back and watched. Uh, there was a theory by game theorists or their alternative channel movie theorists where they go into the movie for the Blair Witch Project and they actually think that um, but that was actually all set up and planned by the two the two guys to murder the, the, the female character. Now see, if, if it was just the first Blair Witch movie and that was it, right. that would be totally explainable and I would agree with that 100%. And they, but and they, after the second and third... Yeah, they never they never touched the second and the third because that would definitely rule out the entire theory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I gotta admit, I didn't see anything about the Blair Witch game. I only heard about it. So, did anybody watch any part of it? What What's it like? It's a horror survival game, pretty much. It's pretty much the movie redone through you playing as one of the characters. 
So are you in the forest, I'm assuming? Is this going to be like Slenderman, the seven pages, where we're just going to be collecting yeah. things and just trying to survive against the Blair Witch? Yeah. I really hope it's like the Blair Witch one, but like, it'd be cool if it was in VR. Just, no, F that. No. You can't have to have a twist, because if it's just copy-paste from the, the movie, I don't know. Well, it is it going like to be one of those movie. survivals where it's going to be, you have no weapons, you can't fight back? Like, yes. like alien ice? Okay, yes. okay. So it's you can't like, fight back. You have the video camera, and f- well, at least from the trailer. But the trailer is very limited, quote unquote, actual gameplay footage. But it's too nice looking to be gameplay footage. But it's you there in the woods with your friends, and then your friends start disappearing, and you have a camera, and your camera can see things that you can't, and it's kind of fucking weird. And then it has weird flashback scenes where mm-hmm. like, you're on the ground, and then you can see the witch in the back, and then the camera clicks on to like a different scene, and then it zooms into that, and you're suddenly in a different scene. It's really weird looking for the trailer. Damn! Now I gotta go back and watch that trailer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a fucking sucker for those for just just anything the mythos of the Blair Witch. It just I'm just a friggin' sucker for it. All right, well, crap. We we still got so much to to try to kick out to here. So Sony was not at E3 this year. No, they weren't. Which I found it. Uh, I was just actually said a second ago. Yeah, let me find Sony stuff. And as I was saying that, I realized, oh wait a minute, Sony wasn't there. What the hell am I saying? Um, so which is interesting because Sony has been at E3. Just Every year, kind of, yeah, no. like like they've always been there. Uh, yeah. So them not being there, I don't know what I don't know what to think of that. It's a money sink. Uh, you don't like no company ever earns money off E three, so that's one part like possible reason. Microsoft is a known horror for advertising, so of course they're going to be there. You know, but I've uh, also seen lately is that a lot of companies, Nintendo included, have preferred they they've been to E three. But then they do these big reveals on their own and do their own kind of PR thing. And I think yeah. Sony just said, well, fuck wasting the money for it. Let's just go full on. We're going to do our own thing and our own reveal for our own stuff and our own turf. That's so, logical. And it's been kind of going like that where people have been kind of getting disillusioned with E3. And a lot of companies have been doing these big reveals after they've revealed some stuff for E3. And they're kind of almost seems like uh, some of the companies are pulling away from it. Well, I could also see that. I mean, because there's a lot of people that, like, E3 has always been that, well, this person has to outdo this person, and this person beat this person. And mm-hmm. I like it when, I mean, if you think about it, Sony can't compete. Sony's just out of that ring now. So it's not, oh, did did Sony win E3? Well, now nobody cares. They weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, kind of in a way, they still won E3. Because, like, a lot of the games that were revealed were for the PlayStation 4. Like the remake for Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah Final F- it's an exclusive, and then you get a lot of these big games that are multiple really platforms. <laughs> yeah, like so that's what I'm saying. Like they're getting the advertisement anyway, so maybe that was part of it too. They were just like, yeah, we really don't see the need to spend the money. But also, as well as the PlayStation Four is doing, Sony as a larger parent company not doing too hot. So that could also be a reason why they're looking to cut costs. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you got one service line that's doing well, others that aren't. You still got to make up for it. Yeah. Yep. Well, we are, we are like, cranking through time here. So let's uh, let's give some quick highlights instead of just going into everything. Um, so a couple, quick, couple, couple highlights that I definitely want to get into and talk about. Um, 
We're just going to jump right into this. Borderlands 3. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's what I was referencing. Did you want to talk? Because <laughs> it was also show. It is showcased by Microsoft as well, but my goodness. My God, does that game look good? Mm-hmm. I can't wait for it. And yep. the first two were so much fun, in too. April 2020. Yeah. It's just so long. 420. Oh, no, next year, though. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I I, uh, I I only dabbled in a little bit because I was trying not to ruin everything, and my intention was totally to watch a whole bunch of E3 stuff before the show. That did not happen nearly as good as I was hoping. But uh, I got to backtrack and look at the Borderlands Three stuff because I, I I quickly scanned through the video and I'm just like, oh god, I got to watch this all the way. It's just like. No. It's just a sleeker-looking Borderlands, which is really all I want from Borderlands. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to screw it up. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. like if they're if they're going to add anything, I want it to be fairly superficial and not game-changing. It looks dope. I mean, it, it looks fucking cool. Like it really does. I, I'm excited. I love the first two. So, well, I like the prequel in the first. I say I, personally, I hate the I hate and I have a love-hate relationship with the first one. Really? Because. Yeah, man, that was some bullshit. Oh, the you whole... did like the ending, but yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. The whole I like the, game, the DLC like... was fun, and I don't know. Actually. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's oh, overall, it's a great game. Like it's mm-hmm. fun to play. Uh, multiplayer is legit. Same thing goes with Borderlands Two. Um, I just yeah, that that fucking twist at the end where it's like surprise, you don't get any cool weapons, you just get a fucking world-ending monster. It's like <laughs> fuck you. Have you played the remake that they did of Borderlands 1, the Enhanced Edition? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. Go back and play it. It's 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 like playing a whole different game. Do I have to pay for it again? Negative. No. If you've got the Game of the Year edition, it's already in your Steam library. I don't know yeah. if I have the Game of the Year edition. I'm not just it is, it's Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2 graphics, and it runs so smooth. Okay, and Borderlands Two, like not just Borderlands Two graphics, but like Borderlands Two ammo drop rate, like they changed a whole bunch of stuff. That just just quality of life. Is that only for the uh, like PC and stuff? I don't know. That's I don't think it's. Oh, wait, Borderlands One remaster confirmed Xbox One, PS4 and PC out next week. That was the twenty eighth of March this year. Oh yeah, so yeah, it was recent. It, I didn't even know that. Did it come? It must have like just come out if it's out. March this year, so the it's, it's, handsome well, collection. It's, it's been out for a bit. What the release the, was uh, very quiet on that. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it wasn't quiet. They talked about it a lot. It was all over Twitter. They mentioned it in all the gaming articles, but it soon got overtaken by the exclusivity of the Epic Store that oh. everybody. Oh yeah, up. yeah, that whole debacle. Yeah, it's a necessary evil sometimes, but. I understand why people don't like it. Now, what about the free DLC that Borderlands 2 is getting to every system across the board to bridge into the new Borderlands? I have not seen it. That's because people are still bitching about the Epic exclusive, but there's free DLC coming out to Borderlands 2 that's going to bridge the story gap from Borderlands 2 to Borderlands 3. Hmm. Well, son bitch. Which I can't wait enough. for the motion. Oh, go for it. Sorry, no, no, no. I, I was actually just about to, like, you know, segue into the next part that I'm looking forward to. Oh, I the DLC is enough to keep me occupied 
until April 2020 when <laughs> Borderlands 3 gets released. Yes, but there's a game I am really looking forward to. Is it the same one that we're all looking forward to? Probably. Does it start with a C? Maybe. And with maybe end of the 77. <laughs> I, oh crap, I, I was wait. guessing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Damn it. I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't really give a shit about this Cyberpunk game. Oh, it looks so much fun. Cyberpunk 2077. Keanu Reeves, come on. Yeah, dude, it's it, not, dude that, that is John Wick. That is John Wick <laughs> with a robot fucking arm, okay? I'm not, you know what? God I mean, damn it, it's John Wick with upgrades. All this is is hype. What is it? What is this even? But, like, but even, you take even the hype about? out, and like so many of us have been waiting for that series. It, it doesn't have anything to do with hype. It's a series. Yeah, I know it's a series, but no, no, no. I was we, asking. I don't know that. What's no, it, is it based on like a book? It's based on a book. Yeah, it's, it's based off of a book. Okay, okay, okay. So the books and, are obviously good then. Yeah. When they first, yeah, when they first announced it, and I saw like the initial footage. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm hooked. Well, I mean, book-to-game adaptations have not exactly gone well in the past. Did you like The Witcher? No. Did you like The Witcher? I did. I mean, oh, I did. But I understand that that's like a, that's a good game. I'm, right. not, it, I'm not trying to, it's just that I didn't get into it. But it comes from lore and, and books as well. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, I mean, if you didn't like it, yeah, it's to each their own. But yeah, it came from books, and I think it's a pretty well-received uh, title. Amongst most well, people, fantastic title. Actually. Okay, so Cyberpunk, like my my uh, my only like there were books that were with Cyberpunk. Okay, but my only like thing I can pull back for Cyberpunk was Cyberpunk twenty twenty, mm-hmm. the old tabletop role playing game. Like that's yeah. what I remember. Yes, yes. Which was also based loosely on that stuff as well. I think. Well, yeah, it was, it's all it's all just like you know instead of steampunk, <laughs> it's cyberpunk. You know. No, but I think it's all interrelated to the books that were released. That's what. Oh, I'm oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Same it must have been universe. Yeah, it, it, it definitely had to have been. I can't. I can't imagine it wouldn't have been. Man, that looks. It looks good. At least it looks intriguing, and it looks so good. Yeah, I, my concern is my computer going to be good enough to run this thing in Ultra. Right. Mine will. Mine is. I, I have concerns about it right now. <laughs> so they're if watching not, the gameplay. You, if not, did you check AMD's? Jeez. It looks. I mean, the game. The, just the visuals are fucking stunning. Yes. But, again, you know, good visuals aren't all that's needed for a good game. And we haven't really seen any combat. There's been closed-door stuff at E3, but you know, we don't get to see it. Yeah, True. Just Look, Article, all i got to say to that is, you know, big tits don't have to be on a woman, but they sure help. <laughs> Where else mm-hmm. would they be? I've seen men with big tits. Yeah, that's fair. Did they help? Actually, yeah. I mean, I was more, much more attracted to them after I saw they had big tits. So, has anybody, <laughs> aside from big tits, has anybody actually looked at the minimum requirements for Cyberpunk 2077? Oh, God. No. Hit me. An i7-8700K at 3.7 gigahertz, 16 gigs of RAM, Windows 10 64-bit, and the minimum video card is a 1080 Ti. Motherfucker, oh, I, I, I barely hold specs. I think I could run that, actually. I've got specs, yes. I could run that on a potato. I couldn't run that on a fucking, my Xbox, but is it coming out for the Xbox? It is. Yeah. How is that, how, how is this going to be possible? 
I don't. I have like I have like a first iteration. Are you sure you're not reading the recommended Damrock? No, that is what is posted on everything when you Google it. That says the minimum requirements are 1080i. Have they, I've got a 2080. Did they officially release those uh, those notes? No, well, I just I just Google system requirements. It says i5 25k 3.3 gigahertz, graphics AMD 380 Nvidia GTX 9600 2 gigabytes. Yeah, there's gonna have to be a range. There's gonna have to be a range. Yeah, that's no, gotta system, be that's gotta be the recommended eight or eight megabytes. Hold on, I'm gonna link eight that megabytes. show. Or eight gigabytes, sorry. Because <laughs> we're talking eight megabytes. What are we talking? Doom here. <laughs> yeah, Doom. Hey, Doom. Doom Eternal is coming out too. Yeah. Let's do yeah, in the upper left-hand corner there. Should we touch on the awesomeness that is AMD's presentation at E3? Well, hold on, hold on. We, we still got some other stuff that we got to kick through here. Oh, okay, my um, bad. I'm jumping the gun. So, like, the, one, one of the things, Doom Eternal, like, there's a new Doom game coming out. Oh, I've oh, really enjoyed the Doom games. Hold, hold on one second. I didn't second. like the last one. Oh, hold, hold it. Hold the pattern. So, CD Projekt Red has officially revealed the minimum specs. It is an 8700K and 1080Ti. Well, link that shit, man. Come on. That is crazy. I don't have this minimum system requirements for that game. I'll be all right. Yes. Just play it at like 15 frames per second. <laughs> I'm going to get it. And I'm going to be disappointed. That's unfortunate. I'll have to upgrade. This is how they get us. Okay, hold on here. Speaking about the demo, CD Projekt Red, whatever the hell his name is, told Coda... What we were shown was a real build of the game and was running on the Red Engine 4 as posted. That's not, that's just telling you, dude, that's, that's just what saying what the demo was running on. Yeah. That's not the recommended, that's not the minimum specs. They're just telling you that's what the demo was running on. Yeah, yeah the demo was here. still hiccupy and glitchy in spots if you paid attention. Yeah, but it's also it's still demo. development. You had to be concerned. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. I'll see. But. I'm still good. That's one of those. Yeah, yeah, we know it. Yeah, just dude. just flop flop that dick around. We we hear you. We hear you all day long, fucker. But it's just like <laughs> got me scared. Have, it's like grave minded is four K. Somebody's somebody's got somebody's got to go eight K just to mess with them. Well, I'm as excited for Cyberpunk as I am for Halo, but I'm gonna wait for the reviews of both. I think. Yeah, I uh, I already ordered. Yeah, I already ordered it. I, I really hope it's good because if a game like that is going to be dope, it's going to be like everything I kind of want out of the game. I mean, it's got everything going for it, man. I mean, it's got CD Projekt Red. It, it's got the whole Mythosian genre of the cyberpunk series to to tap from. It's got Keanu fucking Reeves. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the man is majestic. One day, aliens are going to discover our society uh, and remains of it, and are going to think, "Wow, who is this god they worshipped, Keanu Reeves?" <laughs> And they wouldn't be wrong. And it would be like uh, they would study us like we were city-states. Because before Keanu Reeves, it was like Chuck Norris. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they'll <laughs> be like, well, this was the Norris dynasty. How long did that last? About 30 years. Bob Ross. Yeah, like, yeah they're going to be like, there must have been a war where the believers in Keanu Reeves felt that they needed to defeat the believers of Chuck Norris. <laughs> But didn't Chuck Norris push the world down when he tried to do exercising? He did, but in the process, he um, ejected himself from the planet. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves list- lifted us all up with his awesome positivity. Uh, all right, so I'm just going to ask this question. Uh, did, did anybody care about what EA had to present? I Like I said, I barely covered. I covered the things I, I wanted to know about. I mean, 
Beyond Good and Evil 2? EA, was that E3? No, no, I'm thinking... I don't even remember what the hell they did for this yeah. year uh, for 2019. I think that was like oh, 2018. Wait, it must have been another Call of Duty or Battlefield game, right? The Call of Duty is uh, There was a Chapter 4 for Battlefield 5, uh, Apex Legends Season 2, Ooh, some sports I'm, games. Yeah, uh, but the, the one that I think that was the major highlight was the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, okay, and, the promise, and the promise of no, like, not a bunch of microtransactions and crap. I saw that shit. And we granted, don't believe it, but... Well, good good for them for the whole... Well, like, I'm sure they'll they'll charge for, like, uh, if it's, like, a serious expansion or something, right? Um, but what, so, there's something that bugs me about that. Same thing is true with the Battlefront games, right? Why can't you just open doors like a normal fucking person in that game? You gotta fucking force push everything and destroy shit, like... Which, you know, I guess that's the kind of the point, but I don't know, just so bizarre to me. So the one thing that I like about it, if I, and I'm just looking at some stills of it, it really feels and looks like, um, you remember the old game Jedi Academy? Yeah. Like, it oh, looks I was like that. Oh, I was thinking you were going, like, say, Unleashed. Yeah, Jedi, Un- oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one I was meaning to think of. That's but, what yeah. it kind of reminded me of, was the Unleashed series. But like it's yeah. just you know it's just because they want to show off like the force that you get to you have to like literally shove every door you come across open and like break but, it off its hinges. But if you had force powers, wouldn't you? No, I don't think I would. Mm-hmm. I would. And sometimes, as long as it wasn't my own house, you know. I mean, sometimes the reason that doors are made is because they're more convenient than just the hole in the side of a wall. Just an observation, really. And sometimes you have to rip the. Uh... The yeah. door to now, make that hole in the wall. It'd be cooler if, say, like you like grabbed an enemy and force pushed them through the door. You know, that would be sadistic and cool. But you can like force throw a person against the door and like nothing bad happens. But then you force kinda push the door. Kind of want to knock on their like, door. Kind of feeling lazy. Hey, what are you up to? Nothing. Why? <laughs> yeah, is there like a force flashbang too now? Like you just breach the door and fucking blind everybody and then. Shoot him. I know Darth Vader used force choke. I want a force wedgie. Is there a, is there a force AK-47? Yeah, it's called force Bingity lightning. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, 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 bing. well, moving on. Um, D, you want to talk about AMD things? I think we'll, we'll talk about that, and then we'll finish it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, their new graphics card and CPU together. Now, their new CPU isn't as powerful as the uh, absolutely highest end um intel processor but there's more cores even though it's not say technically on a single task faster it's got twice as many cores but it's half the price of intel's high end uh that ryzen 9 what was it the um the gaming one that had 16 cores 32 threads Uh, um i don't know well it's a ryzen 9 i'm just forgetting what the actual designation of the number was but 16 cores, 32 threads for the gaming processor, for those that are gamers. So here's the issue, though. There's no games that will use 16 cores. Why should I care? Well, maybe the games don't, because they're going to be more... A lot of games... Some games will be more CPU-dependent, but most are more more GPU-dependent. Okay. The cool thing is, though, is if... If you're, like, a content creator, like, say, a streamer, you make videos, stuff like that... Yeah. Then those extra cores really makes a big difference when you're doing stuff like like in the Adobe Suite for like you know editing music, video, stuff like that. Okay. 
So I have a I have the 1800X and I'm actually disappointed in its performance and it's an 8 core with 16 threads. Well the problem with the previous AMDs is that and there's some I mean they said oh no it's not their fault but Windows 10 handled those extra cores and those threads kind of funny. And then recently Windows 10 actually did an update specifically to benefit AMDs that issue. Yeah, even though they, they, it was all kind of like publicly said, oh no, Windows had nothing to do with it. They updated Windows 10 and suddenly it's a huge performance boost. I, I haven't seen a performance boost as of recent. So with the newest Windows 10 update, Windows 10 has an issue with how it allocates to those extra cores. Okay. So I'm not seeing a performance increase or decrease over the updates. I just seen lackluster performance after I switched from my 7600, 6700K. And, okay. Uh, I mean, it. It. I, the biggest benefit comes from, in my opinion, how cheap they are. But I. I honestly don't see but the me question, going back to it, AMD. Is it gaming for the AMD that you're not seeing? You're seeing kind of a lackluster performance. Well, I'm. I'm doing multitasking. So the multitasking that I'm doing now is what I would do on my four-core processor that was a 6700K, and uh, I honestly think it's worse. Really? Yeah. I, I felt that I have lost performance compared to my, my Intel. Now, do you have any software to do benchmarks? Because I'd be interested to see what benchmarks you're actually hitting for real. You know, I, I, Damoc has my, my Intel now, and uh, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't do a comparison with the components that I had previously versus now, honestly. So I, okay. I wish I could have, but at this moment, I'm just basing it off of my experience you know, going from playing Black Desert on my Intel versus playing Black Desert on, and then multitasking, uh, of course, uh, on both systems. And I, I just don't see the eight cores really being utilized in a way that I'm seeing a, a benefit from it. Okay. Now for the game itself, though, games are usually more GPU dependent. What was the difference in the GPUs you're reusing? Uh, the GPU is essentially the same. Um, you know, they're running 70, 80% for Black Desert, which is a GPU hog. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. If if I open up certain things, like I haven't been able to, I didn't test GNS3 on the 6700K, but I could imagine that would be a massive resource hog. Uh, but I can't run sufficiently. I can't run GNS3, which is a simulation for uh, routing and switching. And have 10 browsers open and then run a video game. I think it, it, I'm getting to that point where I'm hitting 100% CPU usage at that point. So I got to be careful even then. And I don't think my 6700K could do that. Okay. So I wish I could do more testing and provide you more answers, but uh, eh, I, I can't. <laughs> okay. But it's a 3950X, sorry. And that's, but it's only going for about 749 as opposed to basically. Almost two thousand dollars for a sixteen-core processor from Intel. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they do have the Radeon fifty-seven hundred XT, which has got eight gigabytes of the DDR six, and it's boasting up to ten point fourteen teraflops of performance. Uh, it's what they're claiming during that, and it looks like their boost clocks, their game clocks, their base clocks are looking better than the uh, Nvidia's. You know the next, you know the comparable model. Mm-hmm. So AMD in for a lot less price, of course, for a lot lower the cost. Um, 
Now, during their benchmarks and with the tests and what they showed during E3, it looked very good for AMD. I have not gotten a test like, say, because I've traditionally done NVIDIA and Intel. I have not been able to test, you know, because I don't have a machine that runs AMD. I've not been able to benchmark myself for anything closest to it. Uh, it looked like this new set was good, and it looked like it was... They partnered with Microsoft, so it looks like it was more optimized. Like, these are more optimized now by Windows 10. So it looks like we might not have as much of a performance issue, but time will tell. But it looked very it looked very good from what they showed. Okay. Both in prices and stats and performance. And they showed they showed a game uh playing on like two systems. One was like say the AMD set and one was the comparable Intel. Mm -hmm. And there was more stuttering and slowdown on the Intel side. Of course, given what did AMD manipulate to get that, you know, for showing for E3? Was it actually a, a fair? Exactly. I don't know, but it's looking good as far as on paper. And AMD has been decent before. I mean, it's kind of been kind of just trying to catch up with Intel, but they did really, they worked with Microsoft, and especially for, you know, Windows 10 is known to have issues with some, you know, other than Intel stuff. They did really work with it, and it was a three to five year plan that they've been working on for a while. So I'm hopeful that this is going to be a real contender to push Intel to keep working harder too, because I would like to see some performance boosts. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So I kind of rambled there. I'm a little, little, little three sheets to the wind. I feel like I'm alone in this room now. (laughs) 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 All right, I guess I'll take you off deafened now. (laughs) Oh, I was like, this just fricked with my mind. I'm like... What did I hit? How did I mute my headphones? I, I saw the little icon popped up because I also had a couple windows up. So I went over. I'm like, what? Ha- how did I do that? <laughs> well, on that note, article, where can people find you at, man? Right here. And uh, sometimes on Instagram that I got cronies. And Xbox Live Outstanding CF2. Nice. What about you, Damoc? Where can people find you at? Uh, well, if you can see me, I'm in the Discord chat. If not, fuck you. I don't think anybody can see you, dude. Like, I don't, I think that's, I don't, I don't think they can. What about you, D? Where can people find you, guy? People can find me on the website, uh, microbrewgamers.com with a Z instead of an S. Uh, Also, they can find me on my YouTube channel, microbrewgamers, same thing, with a Z instead of an S. Uh, They can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I've got my own uh, Discord, along with, of course, being mostly on the GNA Discord, but I also pop into Slow Speed Runs, uh, Mulehorn Gamings, three-player co-ops, yeah, dudes, and um, Josh of All Trades, to name a few. A little bit of everywhere, you know, Facebook as well. Nice. What are you, Potassium Hydroxide? Where can people find you at? You can find me exclusively at the GNA Podcast Discord. Rock on. What about you, uh, what about you, Bama? Where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Bemashocks with a Z or Mixer.com slash Bemashocks with a Z. Very nice. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. Uh, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Mixer, Ustream, Twitch, YouTube, oh, Christ, Facebook. Um, shit, basically, just, just search for me. If you search for Cecil Xavier, you'll find me. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe uh, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Uh, reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening, let other people know. You can find us on, well, we said iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, Spotify. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. You can also find us on iHeartRadio. So check us out there. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can also join the Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do game show night every first Saturday of the month. Uh, this time around, we actually did it the third Saturday. Long story, life lessons, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, you can join us there at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We actually broadcast out to all the GNA podcasts on YouTube, Twitch, and everywhere else. Um, but we tell you to go there because it's got the faster than light uh, interface. Makes it a little bit easier to watch and participate. We have partnered with Humble Bundle. Oh, roulette time. Who wants to talk about Humble Bundle? I'm not, I'm not don't, potassium, don't worry. I'm not doing you. I'm not doing you. <laughs> oh, don't man. worry. It's not happening. I'm not having you run away again. Just, dude, I fucking lost my shit when he did that last time. <laughs> um, no, we can't do Daymok. Uh, D's already talked enough. Fuck, Bama, do you know anything about our Humble Bundle thing? Absolutely. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, GNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. You choose what part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or the charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy to let them know we sent you that way. So far this month, we have raised $3.06 for charity through our partnership with Humble Bundle. And our charity is Extra Life. So... Yeah, ha ha, D, you muted me. But guess what? I actually figured it out quicker than you. Uh, <laughs> do you like anime? If you do, join us every Wednesday night at 19.30 Eastern Standard Time for Anime Night, hosted by Blue Shark. We are watching... Are we still watching the... How to pick up... Is it okay to pick up... Oh, God, just, just don't join <laughs> us. You're going to go to jail. The FBI is coming for all of us watching that fucking show. Yeah, so we are watching Is It Wrong to Try and Pick Up Chicks or Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? And oh boy, this is a doozy. I'm pretty sure I just said yes to that before. Like, that's a, an obvious question. Yeah, no, that's an why, why is it going to send you to jail other than you're in a dungeon? Uh, those girls are definitely underage, and they're making them slave girls to do things, and yeah. it's getting a little awkward. Well, presumably oh. because no woman is going to go into a fucking dungeon of her own accord, you know? Exactly. Ah, uh, anyways, uh, go check them out. Uh, our, uh, go, go check out Anime Night. It's good, it's a fun time. We have some people show up, and uh, we just get together and bullshit about anime, or, or just sit there silently watch it and then make fun of Daemon. Um... Check out our good friends Brian and Susan Langell over on Three Player Co-op. They're <coughs> they're cool people too. Oh yeah, and, and Bama's there too. And, and <laughs> for the time. Anyway, go ahead and check them out over on Three Player Co-op. They're cool people. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats, dick pics. We don't care. We'll send them over to Damon. He loves those things. We'd love to hear from you. Last but not least, check out our website at 
www.daymark is out of Golden Monkey Beard. He's having to drink other things and it's not so fucking great, but it's still okay. .com or gnapodcast.com, whatever you fucking fancy. <laughs> I love you, man. There's one thing I'm still confused on. Three-player co-op. They're all, like, pretty much Canadian, right? Yeah. How did they get infiltrated by a Southerner? It's that Southern charm, baby. Yeah, that sounds about right. You guys got good barbecue, too. Sneaky bastards. <laughs> Damn good barbecue. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. Have a good night. <laughs>